Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Welcome to Faith Talks Podcast, a lifestyle podcast for the ears of youth hungry to grow their faith in Christ. Alrighty. Well, I don't want to say welcome back, guys, because this is not an episode, but it's an episode. Um, <laughs> it's a discussion episode based on last week's episode. Um, just want to put it out there that if anybody is interested in joining um, a discussion, just holla at your girl, DM me, um, and yeah, I'll give you the full details. But without further ado, we are going to be discussing episode one, the starting process. And today I have with me none other than the than the Mama Flo. That's what they call oh, Mama Flo. Right. That is but, a lot. Um, but um, I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her introduce herself on her own. Um. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Um, my name is Florence. I go by Flo. I am, well, I'm Nigerian, of course, because when people say Florence, they don't think I'm Nigerian or something like that. Today, <laughs> mine. But um, I'm a believer of Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Um, and I'm just excited to be on this, honestly, and just have this discussion. Woo! You don't even have to think, <laughs> But, um... All right, this is our first, first uh, discussion. I decided to do it through, you know, recording um, instead of doing an Instagram live because I really want to be able to engage with my listeners. I want to hear what people have to say. And I also want other people to hear it from different point of views. And not everybody has Instagram, so not everybody's going to be able to benefit from, you know, these discussions. So Hopefully this kicks off and hopefully we, we, we're, we're praying. I'm not going to say fingers crossed. We're praying that we get more um, individuals that are interested to join yeah. in on the you discussion. Have manifest it. You have to manifest. Yeah. Will. Yeah. We will. We will. We That's shall. True. In Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> so um, I'm going to base uh, the discussion off of a devotional that I came across and it was so crazy. I read the, the devotional, but I had already recorded the episode. I had already written the episode and it was already set and scheduled. And I was just like, no, 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 no. We're going to have to use this for discussion because this is literally everything. Like, And it was so funny because my dad had me leading the morning devotional with this. And it's from Our Daily Bread. And it's called Deep Rooted Faith. And um, it had a scripture reading. So we're going to you know, briefly and quickly read that. And it was Matthew 13, 18 to 23. Um, I like to read from AMP version. What version do you normally read from? Um, so when I study, like when I just like get into my study mode, I first read NKJV or, and then I translate it into NLT just mm. for both perspectives. Um, but if I'm just like casually reading, I'll just write, um, read KJV. Um, mm. does that K? No, NKJV, sorry, New King. New King. 
if it's King James Version, thou art. Um, mm. I love it, but <laughs> oh, it's odd. But um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people use NLT too, but Amplified Version is really, really good in terms of breaking down into different meanings. So I'm just go ahead and read Amplified, and if anything, I'll read NLT as well. But um, verse 18 says, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on, on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitful, deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. So, whew, dang, where the echo? <laughs> but um, pretty much, like, I feel like a lot of people possibly have come across, um, you know, this this parable. Um, I'm not even gonna get into, you know, the um, the devotional. I just love the fact that, um. I just love the, the 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 verse, but um, I'm just gonna read a couple things, and then we're just gonna go right into it. It said, um, like the mighty oak, most of our life giving growth occurs beneath the surface. When Jesus explained the parable of the sower to his disciples, he emphasized the importance of being firmly planted in a personal relationship with the Father. As we grow in the knowledge of of God, as revealed through the Scriptures, our faith rooted our faith roots are sustained by his spirit. God helps his followers thrive through ever-changing circumstances, trials, persecution, and worry. Our loving father nourishes our hearts with his word. As his spirit transforms our character, he makes sure the fruit of our deep-rooted faith becomes evident to the people around us. Um, I'm going I'm to I'm save the question till the end of the discussion, but, bro, <laughs> it's just so crazy because this also goes into episode two, but episode two is when episode two drops. Don't, um, Don't spill the beans. Yeah, I can't spill the beans. But um, in episode one, like I spoke about, you know, I kind of, you know, went and I won't, I wouldn't say in depth, but I briefly spoke about, you know, my own journey and how it started and like growing up in you know a family where like i'm in a family where my dad's an elder my mom's a deaconess and they've been in that position <laughs> for as long as i've been born pretty i mean i'm not gonna say for as long as i've been born but growing up that's what i knew them to be you know like yeah. my uncle's a pastor my aunt's a deaconess mm-hmm. my grandfather was an elder um my grandmother you know both of them before they passed god rest their soul my grandfather was an elder my grandmother was a deaconess um even my late aunt was a deaconess you know and i have uncles as well in nigeria who's a pastor you know so i'm surrounded by people in my family who are you know officers in the church so it's like I wasn't you know given that option you know growing up to not know God like 
from birth Christian. <laughs> like, unlike, you know, other people who, you know, their parents aren't, you know, officers or anything of that sort in church. And, um, you know, probably growing up, they weren't individuals who went to church or attended church on a daily. Um, that wasn't the, the, the same for my family. And I know for you, you know, um, your dad's a pastor, your pastor's kid. <laughs> so you as well, you were given that opportunity. Like we're young youth, like it's hard. People be like, yeah. oh, you're not a pastor. I kind of see myself as a pastor's kid, you know, like my dad is a well-known elder within our church and other assemblies and branches and stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's hard out here, you know, you were youth, like. But, but I think that like, having that is such a blessing in disguise like being able to grow up in the church first-handedly being able to encounter god first-handedly knowing like things people don't grow up knowing having the wisdom of god growing up knowing your word knowing how to pray growing up it's it's such a privilege because it's like when you take that journey of life no matter how many setbacks you know exactly where to go back to right and i I feel like it, it 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 ties back to the scripture we just read yeah. your root where you're rooted in so i would kind of see it as your family members your parents kind of have a role to play in definitely where you're where you've been planted you're the seed you know your parents you know i'm my parents seed um where they decide to plant me matters in my life and it plays a role. I'm not, it, it plays a role in my journey, in my spiritual walk with God, in my relationship with God, though I may be planted in good soil. And, you know, later on in life, as I grow, you know, kind of like, I, I don't know, I don't know what word to use because I'm referring to myself as a plant, as a seed. But as we youth tend to grow older, we want to experience the world for what it is and for what we see. And I know for me, like, you know, we, we, we see our parents, you know, our Christian parents, our spiritual parents as these strict parents, like, yo, they don't want me to have fun for nothing. Like they don't want me to go to parties. They don't want me to be out late, but everybody else's parents are, you know, letting them, you know, have fun. And it's just like, they're doing it for a reason, you know? Um, but I feel like truthfully speaking for me, um, you know, it's it's a good thing that at the start we were planted in good soil because when you do, you know, receive salvation, you go back to it. It's it's yeah. it's, it's I don't want to say it's easy, but it's like at least you weren't planted in a, a place where it was just like it was rocky, like where it was just like it wasn't it wasn't I would say stagnant like you didn't have a sense of consistency it was in like it was inconsistent like y'all y'all weren't going to church as much yeah i think the thing about like being rooted in 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 spirituality is the fact that like you you say that like our parents are very strict they don't want us to have fun and stuff like that it's because they know those things are temporary they know Mm -hmm. those things fade away so it's like listen i was partying all that and now it's like yo like i don't even want to go out like right yo <laughs> i'm saying like it's like what am i gaining okay after this is done am i gonna be full am that's I gonna- exactly that was actually that's that's exactly what you know the question that i laid out there in episode one like you gotta <laughs> ask yourself when you're doing all these things like 
what am I gaining from this? Like, how is this benefiting me? Like, is this feeding my spiritual, like spiritual soul or is this just feeding my flesh? Like, am I going to benefit anything from this? And then like another thing that I also pointed out was you got to live every day. Like it's your last, not to live in fear. Like, Oh my God, I'm gonna be scared or whatever, but you got to live every day. Like it's your last meaning that you got to live every single day and do every single thing to glorify God. You know, like you don't know when your time on here, like here on earth is going to be cut short. You don't know when God is going to be like, all right. Um, you know, you, you've done your job. You've done what you needed to do on earth. You've done what I created you to do here on earth. And it's time to bring you back home. It's time for me to like reel you in. Um, you don't even know how you're going to go out. So it's just like every single thing that you do, you want it to pretty much give glory to God. Like you want people to see it and literally glorify God over your life, not even give credit to you. One thing that I said, like, yeah, you know, like breaking hard, um, you know, achieve, uh, life, life achievements, um, you know, succeeding, um, degrees, diplomas, all that stuff, receiving accolades is great and all, but it ain't going with us to heaven. God ain't asking all of that on a day of judgment. He's not going to, He's not gonna. He's not gonna give account for any of that. You know. He's not gonna actually yeah. give account for all of that. He's gonna actually. Yeah, he's gonna actually like. Okay, give account for all the souls and how you went about preaching the gospel and how you went about talking about Jesus, the love of God, spreading the gospel. Yeah. So it's just like, people got to be reminded constantly. God is watching. God is taking note of everything. And one thing that I said is he don't want to hear pimp of an excuse saying, oh, God, I thought I had time. Honey, who told you? <laughs> who told you that? That's why it's so important, no matter what you do, good or bad, like, keep God at the center. Because once mm. he's at the center, he takes full of control of everything. That's, that's, I- that's, that's really true. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people live every day so worried about, the process not even that they worry so much about the process that it's just like nobody's really focused on the destination itself it's like yes the process of my life everything that i'm doing where is it going to land me i love saying this thing ever since i've heard this saying ever since i watched this video i just that saying just stuck with in my head and like People in, in, in my youth ministry, they laugh at me all the time when I say it, but I'm like, I don't want to bust hell wide open. Like, is what I'm doing going to cause me to bust hell wide open or is it going to land me in, in heaven? Like, am I going to land in the presence of the Father? You know what I'm saying? Like, people worry so much about the process that they forget about the destination. So people think, like, by any means necessary, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. But it's just like, are you really sure by any means necessary? Like some people, like, let's say, for example, like your destiny, your faith, like you don't, you don't write that. God does. God has already, you know, he's the author and the finisher of your faith. He knows your life from beginning to end. People tend to think that they can control that. Yo, you cannot control that for nothing. Even though he gives you free will, you know what I'm saying? He, he's giving you the free will, but don't forget because he created you, because he knew you, even before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. So he knew what your, the beginning of your life would be and what the end of your life was going to be. But it's just like, he gives everybody that opportunity to choose. Like, are you going to choose to have eternal life with me? Or are you going to choose to live life in damnation? Like live life, a life of vanity. I think like the thing with choice is people forget every choice has a consequence. So like, Mm. I'm going to choose this now and then 
go back and choose another thing later. No, you're going to choose this now. And another thing is that it catches up to you. Yeah, wherever it takes you, you got to fix it along the lines. But don't forget, you're going to have to deal with the consequences. That's just how life works. A lot of people forget that just because you may have not, God probably didn't whip you right then and there and make you, you know, pay you or reward you, reward you for, you know, that sin that you've committed or that action that you, you know, or the choice that you made um, right then and there. Best believe it's coming. It's coming at its time. Everything has its designated time. Don't think that you escaped it. Nah, nobody is above. Nobody can escape anything. Like God will re- reward you based on, you know, like the level. Mm, I don't want to say like it'll decrease, you know, he may, he may decrease, but to each its own, he will give you according to what you truly deserve. And that brings me back to, um, again with destination um my favorite favorite thing my favorite line from that episode was your 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 mind has to reach your destination before your life meaning if you have this mindset of i'm going to heaven i'm going to heaven if you have that in your mind you're going to say if i'm let me not say if i'm going to heaven so everything that i do right now is going to like i have to do everything in order to pretty much I got to do everything according to God's will to land me in heaven. I know heaven is my destination. So I'm going to do everything the way the father told me to do it mm. to get to heaven. That's it. It's not, it's not, Oh, I want to go to heaven. So if, if, let me say that again, if I want to go to heaven, I got to do this, 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 but you know, I'm, I'm 18, I'm 21, I'm 23, 25. I still got some time. Let me chill and enjoy life. I'm not in my 30s yet. I'm not in my 40s yet. I'm not in my 50s yet to settle down. It's just like a relationship. Oh, I want to keep exploring and see what's out there. I'm not ready to settle down yet. Grow. People don't understand. Grow. I call heaven a path process. It starts with your mind, and then it starts with how, how you change your surroundings. Mm-hmm. And, and if you know me, you know how much I love Stephen Furtick. And Stephen Furtick preached about peace. It's kind of the same aspect. Peace is not only a, it's not really a destination. It's also it's a path. It's it's first it starts with your mind. What it's cluttering your mind that's not giving you peace. Then change your surroundings. What around you is not giving you peace. Mm. So it's the same thing. Like I know I'm going to heaven, just because of the 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 path God has me on, right? And the path that I chose to be on. Um, so <laughs> I, I feel like with a lot of uh, with a lot of our youth nowadays for them it's just so like you know but being a christian is so boring bro it's not thank you like it's not boring it's not boring i'm not gonna lie to you that party life and all that that's what's boring because it's the same thing just a different place just a different outfit just a different wig you know just a different cut a new fresh cut you know that, that it's the same thing all the time but literally like with god when i tell you it's a different thing every time you meet with him bro, bro don't get that. i don't think they're ready for that i think the thing about people being scared of christianity is it's the fact that um people feel like there's rules and regulations don't get me wrong there are laws and commandments of god but people don't understand the free will in it mm-hmm. the choices and, and how you align your choices with the will of God for you. Right. 
when you when you're fulfilling the will of God, you'll enjoy it to the fullest. Like there's no way you can't have fun. Even through the struggles, you even see the sun shining on your face. Right. Like people don't understand that Christianity is such an individual thing. What I went through is not gonna be your story. So if you're looking at me and thinking my life is boring, your life is not gonna be the same. Mm. So don't reflect Christianity on just my life. Reflect it on all the followers of Christ. Read your Bible. You see that every person in the Bible has a different story of how they follow Jesus, of how they came to God. Everybody's story is different. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's boring. You you don't know yet. You you have not met your own yet. Yo, like I don't. I, I really don't know what to tell youth of this generation. To be honest, other than like why are you wasting your time like by the time like I'm what I'm 23 right now I at the age of 18 not even no at the age of 18 I feel like the age of 18 19 was like my wildest years because I wasn't really under the roof of my parents like I had a couple months to be on my own so that was really my wild year so it was just like bruh I got tired of it real quick and I was just like, this ain't it. This is not the life that I want to live. Like, this this is not cool. I don't. And it was just like, it was, it was kind of getting to me because it's just like, you don't want to, you don't want people to attach a certain image to you that you're just not. I remember like going out to a party, you know, having fun with friends, you know, being, being me, you know, and you know, it was just like. It was just like it was just like for me it was just like you know I'm 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 done with parties I'm not going to party too much you know like I don't want people to think like I'm always out and about da, 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 you know and I had a person try to invite me to a party and I was just like do I look like the type of person that goes to every party to you? do I look like a party goer to you and a person was like yeah, yeah. and I was just like I was just like oh no 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 and a person was like the person was like we'll see I know I'm gonna definitely catch you at the party da, 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 such and such date and I was just like Okay. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, I left for you because <laughs> me, I'm not leaving my house. So see how like you found it then. I think I found mine when I was just tired of pleasing people and not God. Like that's another thing. Living up to you gotta live up to the standard. God was like, if are you doing this for me? Because mm. you're not this not for me. Like I don't want this if this is what you're trying to do. Like that's not for me. Even when you're trying to do how do I say like People who perform Christian. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Eye service. There's a difference between performing and practice. Eye okay? service. You you yeah. you doing it, you doing it because because other people are watching you and you're so worried about what they're gonna say, especially being like a pastor's kid or yeah. like uh you know this year was so difficult because I was like, you know what? Every day I'm gonna have this, 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 this. He's like, God mm-hmm. was just like, I don't ask for that. I I didn't ask for you to be perfect. I heard a word today. That's another thing. We seek perfection too much. Let me let me get this note out because I heard we seek we seek we seek perfection so much that it's just like God created God created each and every one of us different from each other. We all have flaws and we all have to accept that we all have flaws. We have to stop trying to live a perfect life. We have to stop trying to be this perfect individual in the in, in the in, in the eyes of God because it's just like. God sees you the way you are. He loves you the way you are. He knows your mess. He knows your heart. He knows you more than you even think you know yourself. So it's just like you stressing and you doing all this for what? God is God is pleased with, with how you are. And it's his Holy Spirit that's going to gradually help you, you know, to, you know, 
build and grow. But it's just like, if God wasn't happy with you messing all, like if it was all about perfection, bro, a lot of us, we failed. We failed tremendously. At the beginning of this year, like I tried to do this like routine thing and God was like, I ain't, I ain't build you like that. I don't know what you're trying to fake for. And like, I heard a word today and, and Stephen Craig was just talking about emotional exhaustion, emotional exhaustion. I don't know how to pronounce the word. Please forgive me. But Pretty much exhaust, being exhausted and emo- emotionally. And he said something that really perfection got tired when you're performing perfection mm. you're not called to do you're gonna get tired your soul is gonna get tired god didn't call you for that god's not asking for perfection bring yourself to me and that's it you know what it is i feel like and it, it worries me um <laughs> it's so funny because i pointed this out in the episode but guys it's it's nuggets it's nuggets but we will like discuss this in another episode but the fact that this generation is such a instant wanting generation we want instant results nobody is ready to say god put me in the oven and let me just you know you know bake until you're ready like until you're ready we're so instant we want instant results if we don't see it we get frustrated and it's just like with God, God takes his time. God's time is the best time. Like, it's just like, I don't want to say slow and steady. For everybody, it's different. For some people, God works instantly in their life. But then certain things is gradual. It works its way up. And then there's some people, it's, it's just a gradual process. Maybe something that someone else got instantly in three years, it may take you five years. It may take you 10 years. And we're so, we compare ourselves, we compare our spiritual walks, our spiritual journey with each other. That is so annoying. It's so, so annoying. And another thing is this, another thing is this, is like when we do that, truthfully, we do have that desire and that passion that, you know, that want to say, yes, I want to grow. I want to be by this level in such and such time. And, you know, you can cause yourself to burn out. You can put yourself in a spiritual overdrive. And a lot of people don't believe in that. A lot of people don't believe in that. You will burn your, it's possible to burn yourself out. It's very possible to burn yourself out. And it's, it's, it's possible to burn yourself out. Being in a sense of, let me talk in a sense of when you're pouring out, right? And this is, a, this is one thing that, especially for us youth, we have to be very mindful and conscious of, especially those of us that God has given us the word of pretty much touching lives just through speaking or even praying. You got to go back and refill. You are, not the, you, you are not the well that never runs dry. God is. God is the source. Okay, honey? So you have to keep going back to that source. Don't think the one time you've gone to that well and draw your bucket and quenched your thirst, whew, God has filled me up. That's it. No, honey, you got to keep going back because if you don't go back, you're just like a, like a, I don't even know what to describe it, but you will, you will run yourself to overdrive by the time that you pretty much driven, you're, you're running on E, you're burning, 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 burning with no fuel inside of you. That is just like, you're pouring from an empty cup today. Yo, you're, you're pouring from an empty cup. You're on overdrive. You're running on no fuel to the point where when you've burnt out, listen, when you've burnt out, it's like, you have no energy. You have no energy to really even 
go back to that well. And it's so dangerous with the youth of our generation that is just like, the minute they feel empty, they don't feel God's presence. They don't feel God anymore. Mind you, you've got God all the way back, 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 because you decided to zoom on your own. You've left God way back. Some people, some people, some people tend to feel ashamed. And the, the, the saddest part is like, that's where the devil catches you. And if you, if you're not smart, the devil catches you. He'll make you feel unworthy of even going back to the source to say, God, I'm here before you. I'm empty. I messed up. I left you behind. I went ahead of you when you were supposed to be ahead of me and I'm supposed to be following you. I took over the passenger, the, the driver's seat. I put you in the passenger seat. I'm not even a passenger seat. I put you in the back seat. Eat trunk, Seth, is where I put you. Trunk. And I, I hopped in the driver's seat and I vroom, vroom. Like, bro, the devil makes you think that you're not worthy to go back into God's presence and pretty much, you know, ask for that forgiveness and ask for a refill. God will not shun you. God will not tell you to go away. You are his child. You are anointed. He has called you. And that is what the devil is trying to do, especially in this generation with youth that are on fire. He wants that. He wants you to overburn yourself so that when you're burnt out, you'll feel like I don't even have. Yeah. Like he wants to clear that because he don't want no planet shakers, honey. You got to be on fire. And when you're on fire, you got to keep remembering. I got to keep going back to my secret place. I got to keep going back to the source. I got to keep tapping in for that refill. I cannot do it on my own. It's the Holy Spirit of God. You had several points. So the first thing I wanted to say before you got into the Ooh. Bro, it's not me. 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 It's about instant, right? How and I think that's why a lot of youth are scared. They think Christianity is an instant thing, an instant mm. position, and it's not. It is a process. It's a passage. It's a path. There's no way that you'll know it all in one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight, and, and I it's not gonna happen in a week. It's not gonna happen in a couple months. Night. And tomorrow, I'm going to be perfect. It's not going to happen like that. So I think that's an issue. And people need to start speaking on that, the process. Mm-hmm. People don't speak about the process anymore. Nope. They just talk about... They just talk about the results. The they results. talk about the results. I got they this, skip- I got that, I'm blessed this. Yeah. Blessed talk about the process. Talk about how you got there. Talk about the Yeah, business. and how long it even took. How many times you fell? How many times you got back up? How many times you didn't want to return to God? How many times did you return to God? You know, that's right. Those, that's the real process. Then you said something, oh, when you talked about the well, this word I heard today, you said everything Stephen Frederick said today. I, I'm telling you, it's not me. It's not me. He, he, the question he said, he was like, what well do you sit by when you get tired? Mm. And when you said that, like, we need to return back to the well, and some of us choose not to, it's so scary because there's so many times you get so tired of pouring yourself out. You Wait, so let me, let me, let me, let me cut you real quick. Let me cut you real quick. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Being that you just said this, right? The way you just said this, um, you said, what well do you go to? Whew, I don't think they're ready for this one. Mm, Holy Come Spirit, on. Jesus. They're not ready for this. You have a lot of us, let's, 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 I want everybody to imagine themselves sitting in between two wells. One well is, you know, the well that never runs dry. This is God. This is Jesus. And another well is your friends, the people you run to, to vent to, to go to for advice. A lot of us, we don't run to the well of God. We don't run to the well of life. We run to our friends. Now, with that well, the type of people that you surround yourself with, the type of people that are your lens, the type of people that you go to for a different perspective, 
are these people going to tell you to go to the well of God or are they just going to give you insight from their own personal knowledge? That's the thing. A lot of us go to people that lead us astray or cause us to go deeper into that, you know, path that we just, we just, we're just diverted completely from the path of God. And these people are causing us to walk deeper on that path. They're not even saying slow your roll, buddy. Let's people think people understand like you're going to well and the advice that you're getting is even giving you more anxiety mm. it's not you filling you up you don't get satisfied you start hopping attention. you start hopping from person to person because you're not satisfied with you, the things that you're hearing person, i'm like oh woo, jesus me at one point because i was just like I need something. I need something. Oh God. And the thing is this, the thing is this, I need another person. The truth, the truth, the truth is never sweet to your ears. And another thing that I've come to realize is that if what a person says doesn't convict you, convict your heart to the point where you're like, like you're praying to God after you've just you know, like if it's not dwelling, lingering, like the, dang, what this person said is like really lingering on my mind to the point where you checking yourself, like you really got to do a thorough check, a self-evaluation, bro, you're not going to be satisfied. You're going to be empty. You're still going to be hungry. You're still going to be thirsty. You're still going to be you're going from person to person. Not, you're still going to question it. Yo, if you got to sit here, if you got to sit here and, and, and knock it out, like process of elimination and be like, oh, no, next. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I don't, I'll tell you what God will never give you. A, I don't know. I'll tell you that. Bro, you're never going to be satisfied. You're just going to keep going from place to place, person mm-hmm. to person, looking for answers. And it's just like, God is telling you, come to me, come to me. But it's just like, you're running from God. And this is one thing that I said in that episode. Why? Are you running? <laughs> why are you running from God? Why are you running from God? What do, why are we? God is just like I'm still here and I'm patient with you. The that whole time, the whole time, God has always been there, but it's us running away from Him. And it's just like another thing. Um, when it comes to praying, because a lot of people are like, uh, I don't think you know God would want to hear. First off, all of us on Earth are undeserving of God's love. That's number one. Number two. When it comes to praying, it's like God is always listening. He is never tired of listening. It's us. It's we that it's always we. get tired. Yes, it's us. It's us. It's, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to tell you right now. I sometimes get tired of praying. Literally, the flesh is so weak. Yeah. I will sit and say, let me stop praying. That's I'm, when I'm I get sleepy. Me. I'll be yawning. <laughs> say, I'm tired. Next thing you know, as I'm praying, I'm sleeping and I gotta like I wake up, I'm like, yo, bro, what's going on? It, it's sleep is good, but it's dangerous. Come on, it's dangerous. People need to understand a prayer can even be a call out to God, right? There was a moment where my flesh was so weak, my spirit was so weak, and all I said is, God intercede for me because I, I don't even know what my spirit needs at this point. And God woke me up instantly. Like prayer, yes. We get tired sometimes, but it can even be an intercession. An intercession is when someone intercedes for you. Some, mm-hmm. God steps in the Holy Spirit, yeah. Right? So even if it's that simple line, God intercede for me because you know what I need right now. I may not I may not be right in the right mind right now. I may not be in the right environment, but Lord, intercede for me. It's so important because it's just like then you're withdrawing yourself and you're withdrawing your hands from your life. You're withdrawing your hands from trying to control the things that's going to happen to you or what you want. Or versus what you need and you're asking God to step in and just 
take, take control. control. That's what it, it reverts back to letting go and letting God. We loosely, loosely, we throw that 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 saying like around like it's nothing, like like water. And I know for me, I used to I used to say like, oh, I'm letting go and I'm letting God. Was I really letting go and letting God? No, I wasn't. I was still trying to control a lot of things that I could I personally could not change. Even people who do the jar thing, they even take that prayer back out. They're like, mm, mm, yeah, like I can do this myself. No, let's let's be realistic with ourselves. We're not letting go, and we're not letting God because let yeah. because to really let go and to let God means to submit. And a lot of people, a lot of youth, have a problem with submission. They mm-hmm. cannot submit. You cannot submit. You truly cannot. And I'm going to keep emphasizing, you can't submit to someone that you don't know. That's why I said in that episode, you know of him. You know of him. If you know him, you will submit to him and you will abide in his word. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Nah, it's hard. A lot of us fall short. And every day you got to pray, God, give me the strength. Let your strength, you know, let your Holy Spirit give me strength. Let your strength overcome, you know, the flesh. Because literally a lot of people think, to, to um yesterday's prayer will cover today or today's prayer will cover tomorrow no you gotta pray every single day every single day in the morning even if it's just i thank you lord for another day you, you gotta know, pray you gotta pray every single day you gotta pray for that covering and that's one thing i practice even in the moment like i'll just be walking be like god help me or like god bless me or like i thank you lord it just could be like a simple sense it's just a daily thing like an like affirmations that you set for yourself do those with prayers do that and, same thing for prayers. And and it, it, it's going to take me to this. And I honestly don't care if I'm, I'm I'm attacking people. I'm attacking myself too because I'm not. This is why I called it the process. Because a lot of people sugarcoat and don't really explain in depth or even talk about their past. Like they're not transparent. They're not real with their past. They make it seem like they're so perfect. What you just said, you're speaking to yourself. The spirit speaks out to the flesh. Right. It's speaking right back at you. So it's like for me, for me, it's like I'm 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 really about to like I'm not even gonna lie, this podcast is really like put make people put themselves in check. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm gonna step on toes, but I'm gonna also step on my toes as well. Because like I said, majority of these things, like when I'm talking, it's not me. It's literally the Holy Spirit taking over, and I'm like, whoa, that's not me. That's not me. I couldn't have said that by myself. But one thing I just want to, like, you know, talk about is this Bible Street thing. A lot of people open the Bible app just to keep up with the street. We read the verse of the day. They won't even read it. They'll screenshot it. We read the verse of the day, and that's that. We've done our devotion and our time with God. Bro, that is not enough. That is not enough. And I'm telling you, it's not enough. It's not enough. It is a place to start. It's a place to start, but... If you're not, place. if you're, yeah, if you're stuck in that place and you're not changing, if, yeah. if you're not growing, yo, bro, come on, son. You know, you know, it's getting me, like, it's, it's vexing me because I used to do that. And now looking back on it, I'm like, bro, you got, you, 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 you saying that you love God, that you, bro, if you truly love God, you will want more and better for yourself. Yeah. That is not enough. Okay, it's a beginner level, baby level, starting it up, you know, somebody that's new in God, if you're using it to help you keep track to make sure. But let me tell you, you got to go deeper. Sometimes, and I, I bless God for the Bible app now, they've done this um, thing where when you click the part where it says good morning, you click that part, um, 
it tells you it tell it teaches you and a lot of people don't look at that listen if you're listening to this and you've never done it start doing it now start doing it now if you know people that are doing this tell them if you don't like reading and you like audio get i think i think it 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 does that too yeah Uh, that is one of the best things because me sometimes like i know me like i'll just skim like that's what i used to be doing but then when i started doing audio it makes me even go back go back listen to that again listen to it and for some people when they listen when they hear something it sticks it sticks yeah but one thing i want to say through that app like when you click that little you know feature the first thing it does is it gives you a prayer it's it helps you pray your way into what you're about to read because you cannot just open the bible and read it without praying before because how will you receive understanding how will you receive wisdom how will you receive knowledge how will you even receive clear interpretation that's why for a lot of us it's just like i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna throw myself under the bus for a long time i was reading icb version what is icb version children's bible Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Before I developed and grew into NLT, New Living Trans- um, Translation. And from NLT, I started reading Message. I started reading AMP. Don't get me wrong. I can't just jump right back into King James Version. It, it, it's a little hard. You know, sometimes I'd be like, huh, what? But, you know, NIV, New King James, we're, we're, we're there. I could use it to... to that you understand. Like, yeah, but let me tell you, a lot of people, even if, you, like, I can say NLT, NIV is, like, the easiest trans, um, translation for for youth, for youth. Um, AMP as well, because it's not that hard. Um, but my thing is this. If you don't pray and you don't engage the Holy Spirit to help you understand what you're reading, you will never understand it for, for what it is. You will be misinterpreting the Bible. You won't even understand. And the the, the first thing you should even do is ask the creator for wisdom. Exactly. And this is the thing with our generation. We're so selective. We are so partial. And God does not do partiality. We're so selective with the word. We like to use things how it benefits us. We like to use things. We like to be so selective with the word and pick and choose where in the Bible benefits us. We're in the Bible, and then we like to misinterpretate what the Bible is saying. Why? Because we don't seek God's, oh, excuse me, we don't seek God's wisdom, we don't seek knowledge and understanding to really get clear interpretation uh, interpretation of what God is. Look, listen, the Bible is God speaking to you. Yeah. So you mean to tell me? Let's take for example who, and I don't really want to, I don't really want to engage in this, but let's take for example. I still, I saw on social media, um, where. You know, someone used uh, the scenario of Jesus flipping tables in the temple as a means to protest. Everyone used that. Bro, bro, come on, guys. Yo, I got so mad when they used that. Because if you really read the word for what it is and understand that whole situation, you will know that God was not protesting in that terms. It's like this. The church is a holy place. Why are you selling inside the holy place it's holy grounds meaning it's sacred why are you selling well why have you turned it into why have you turned a a sacred place a special place into a marketplace Mm -hmm. that is what he that was what 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 pissed him off that is why he started flipping tables and it wasn't flipping tables to you know oh i'm angry it was flipping tables to call attention and make these people wake up and say like say like yo bro this is the father's house. This is not the place for this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if we're not praying and we're not calling on God's, you know, 
and asking the Holy Spirit to give us that understanding, to give us that clear interpretation of what God is truly saying to us in this word, bro, we're just going to continue to misinterpret it and just take it for what we want to take it as, read it for what we want to, you know, know it as. Use like um, in Romans, it was like for for I know what is good, but I choose to do wrong. They use that to justify their actions. I'm like, read the whole to book. justify their actions. Yeah, read a lot of people. And Bro, then get back to me. I can't. I can't even go into depth no. of people using Bible verses in the wrong context to justify their wrongful behavior or their wrongful sins. And all I can say is, may the Lord help you, and may the Lord touch your heart. And later on, you will realize, and you yourself, you will go down on your knees and beg God for forgiveness, and you even beg God for, you know, taking the word, taking the word out of its context, mm-hmm. and you know, using it. it in such a in such a way that it was just like why 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 say something and use something in a way that God did not say it to be you know what I'm saying but it's like we we have to be very careful but I just love that feature on the app it it teaches you how to pray and call on the Holy Spirit and invite the Holy Spirit into you know that time with God and then from there you know you have the um, the Bible verse um. Yeah normally they change up i like the fact that now they change it up they change it up based on how you can really understand and how it could really be broken down um into the way that they want to um you know pretty much explain it so then it gives you like a mini exhortation of the verse um it gives you an individual well i don't think it doesn't give you an option but it's a random person and after that person does an exhortation it gives you, and these are mainly from the plans that they have. So they find like a, a devotional that ties to that verse. You read it, and it also tells you that, you know, this is also in a plan. So if you want to go more, if you want to dig deeper, there's a plan available for it. And guys, the plans are free, free, free 99. So, <laughs> I know, I know, I know we like free stuff. Like, come on, it's free. But, um, and then after that, um, it asks you a question, I think, and it's more so like a self-evaluation question, something that is just like, while reading this, like, you know, that's how you will really know that your heart was truly convicted because it will ask you some, like, it will ask you a question and it'll give you some options. And if you have another option, I think there's a feature where it asks you, um, other, so you could type out whatever other thing, or it'll probably give you something that's really, really close to what was, um, running through your mind. And after that, um, it gives you a prayer to pray. So it's just like, that helps you if you're someone that, you know, you can't do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this helps you. It's a starting, you, you have to make that effort. You have to take that step. But if you're sitting here saying, I've clicked this off my checklist. I've added this day to my streak. That's enough. No, it's not enough. And it's sad because it's just like, if God was to bless us according to how we, our efforts and how much we put into our relationship with him, a lot of us would not, a lot of us would not be receiving God. And I'm like, the reason why I said that is because a lot of people like to say, oh, I thank God, God helped me here, this, that, and the third. But it's just like, honey, truthfully, throughout the whole entire process, you probably didn't really engage with God as much as you should have. Um, you probably was just checking it off, checking it off. And, you know, you know, he may have allowed you to succeed and reach such limits and stuff, but not all things that shine is gold and not everything that comes quickly, instantly will stay forever. 
some things are temporary some people are and i'm not gonna lie you you may you you may have weighed your weight you have you i can't even speak english anymore holy spirit Mm. you may have made your way to the top as ceo without god you may think that you were including him throughout but truthfully god was not even involved at all um and the minute look look, look, look at it this way the minute the minute you do receive salvation and you're saved and you know god for who he is it's like just like job he will strip you everything and you will have to start from scratch and a lot of people are not comfortable with that but it's just like if truly you know you you've accepted god as your lord and savior and you'll you'll be okay with it it's like i did this on my own but now god has to show me that my his plans for me are different so it's just like he's gonna have to strip me of everything i'm gonna have to start all over in order to get to where he wants me to be and if he wants me to be someone where it's just like if god takes me from ceo to janitor i'm gonna have to be okay with it because i'm here as a janitor for a reason you know for a purpose a lot of people a lot of people tend to think that you know their purpose in life is something that they created that's not the case yeah you have to find out what God's purpose for you in life is. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people, woo-hoo! Hmm. The thing about it is just, like, people think that, like, we have to have this checklist for God. That's when, when you said checking stuff off and, like, having a list for God, but I'm like, have we checked anything off of God's list for us to do? Mm. Will? Mm. Have we done anything he's asked us to do? But we have all these things, right? Mm. And I, the one thing I heard that kind of shook me and kind of like shaped me a bit was like, you need God. God don't need you, right? That's now. right. And if you're not going to do it, he'll find someone else. Find somebody else. And I was just like, what? well, I, w- I want to do it. <laughs> but that, that, Let me like, tell you, God can easily hand you, he can, uh, he can hand you an assignment and easily terminate you without you even knowing. I think like, when we talk about like God just simply taking away things, I think that's why it's so important for people to understand the story of Job because you can have it all. Not and even just the story of Job. I think in terms of terminating and taking your assignment and handing it to somebody else, let's think about the story of Saul. Oh, the story of Saul, guys. He terminated. God fired. Fired. He said, You are fired. And gave, gave his position to David. Yeah. And the simple fact that and, and at this point, Saul was kind of lucky that he knew about God terminating him. Yeah. In some cases, God not going to tell you before he terminates you. You'll just he, see it happen right before Yeah, you he terminated Saul. And because Saul was not happy with that, he wanted to kill David, his successor. So it's just like, hmm, God giveth and God taketh. And I think the same way with talents as well, not just assignments, talents, gifts. But, but that's another that's another discussion and that's another episode for another day. We're not even gonna get into that. But um we 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 we've discussed a lot, we've dropped a lot. Before I say my closing closing statements and you know, questions for you people to ponder on. Miss Flo, Mama Flo, what do you what do you have for them? Like, what 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 do you want to drop right now to leave their minds shattered, to 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 leave their edges gone, taken away? I'm gonna say this, and it goes with the title of like 
it, it goes with your whole title. Faith talks. Mm. You don't understand. Faith has a voice. Faith speaks for you, right? Faith speaks through your, how you practice Christianity, not just performance. It's a practice. You practice faith. You practice Christianity. Mm. And, and don't reach for perfection. Don't reach for instant, instant results. Mm-hmm. Christianity is a process. You will, you will, and, and it's not to discourage anybody. Christianity is not a perfect walk. Doesn't mean you're you're the perfect person. You're not. You're polished. No. Doesn't mm. mean none of that. It is a going process where you learn how to deal with things. Where you learn about yourself, about your life, and what your purpose is in this world. Mm. And and everyone has a purpose, and we are here to fulfill that purpose. That's why I say faith talks. Not just how we believe in things, but how we perform things. Not perform. Sorry, how we practice our Christianity. So yeah true um before i do a close out statement um just drop your socials drop your socials for them drop your socials for the people i really don't even like promoting my social but you can follow me um at flow dot it is so f-l-o dot i-t-i-s a lot of it's not itis it's not itis y'all it's it is but um yeah me too. Me. i thought i thought it was itis before everyone thinks that <laughs> But um, we thank God. We thank God. So I'm going to close out with this, guys. God is not in a hurry. You are. It's why you're tired. It's why you're anxious, stressed, and disappointed. Talk Trust about it. that what is meant to be yours will be yours. Unrush yourself. And I'm going to leave you guys with these questions. What can you do this week to ensure your heart will be good, will be, will be good soil nourished by God's word? What fruit of deep-rooted faith have you seen become evident in your life over the last year? Or even in the last week. Think about it. But on that note, guys, peace, love, and Holy Ghost. Hey, bless y'all. A lifestyle podcast for the ears of youth hungry to grow their faith in Christ. If you've been blessed by today's episode, be sure to subscribe and share with others you feel can benefit from God's blessings. You can follow Felicia on Instagram at alori underscore dot ade for live discussions and much more. Remember, keep the faith.